Hello guys. Today we're talking about ideal clients. I was surprised. I was like, I thought I talked about this before, but apparently not. This actually comes up a lot in my coaching calls. And so I thought it would for sure be useful to all of you on the podcast. So here's what I did in my business. I started off just, you know, just got started kind of like I did a family session. I think I did a couple of those. And then I did modeling pictures for somebody. And the funny story about the modeling pictures is that I did it for like $75 and I did it in February, which I live in Indiana. So it was freezing. It must, must've been like two degrees outside. And I didn't know what time to make the session. So I, I literally just picked a time and offered it. So the time that I chose was 2 PM (laughs) and I did not, it was not like the kind of direct sunlight where you know how to work with it. I didn't know how to work with it. I was a baby photographer. So I, I didn't even realize that I was like shooting in harsh light at that time. I was just like, Oh, cool. These are cool. (laughs) So yeah, that was like the, those were some of the first sessions that I did. And then I kind of started getting into seniors and I realized, wow, I really love working with seniors. And I kind of spent my entire career working with seniors and then sometimes just kind of opening up to different types of sessions along the way, different types of portrait sessions. But I always just loved speaking to the seniors and working with the seniors. So I think it's different to choose a niche and just kind of like commit to that. I think that that's totally fine and you can always change your mind, but it helps you to narrow your focus into getting really good at one skill, right? So that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking more about how you identify your ideal clients. And naturally, I found my way to a group that was about in-person sales. In-person sales are the best thing ever. Like I love doing them. And I I saw this kind of sales people were making and I was like, oh my gosh, this might work for me, right? So I charged, I changed all my prices and I made them into my first, you know, scary price list that had prints on it. And at that time, because my line of thinking was, oh geez, these are super expensive. I thought they were expensive. I asked my mom, she told me that you know, she wouldn't pay that much for pictures. So I was like, okay, there's the proof. Like it's expensive. I can only sell to rich people. (laughs) That was where my mind went to. And I kind of started to think of my ideal clients as people who were like super, super rich in, you know, whatever idea that I had at the time that qualified someone to be (laughs) rich enough. Okay. And this is the thing that I want to talk about today because This is where we limit ourselves as photographers, as who we can serve. I hear my clients say things to me all the time where without knowing it, they are kind of cutting people off from being able to receive their service. Like they're like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't think she's my ideal client or, you know, she's from, she's in my family. So she's not my ideal client and my family's like this and, or, you know, she doesn't, make enough money. So like, she's probably not going to be able to afford me. So she's probably not my ideal client. Like all of those stories that we have around who we think should be allowed to afford us or should, or can afford us. It's actually, obviously it's not us trying to be like uptight and stuff and, you know, push people away and be judgmental of people, but it's more of us trying to protect ourselves from getting rejected, right. By ahead of time deciding, oh, that's not my ideal client. 
it's similar to if you were dating and you saw somebody who you thought was like really attractive, but then you were like, oh yeah, like they're not in my league. And so you don't even give yourself the opportunity to let them in to, to, you know, get to know them because you're just like, oh yeah, like they're, it's just never going to work. I think that that's what we're doing. I think we are kind of discounting people because we think that they're just not going to be able, they're just going to say no to us. Cause it's like, if somebody that's rich said no to you, then somebody that's not rich is like definitely not going to be able to afford it. And this also ties in with believing other people's stories, which when somebody says, you know, they can't afford it, what they really mean is that they don't want to afford it. (laughs) They don't want to be able to figure out how to afford it. Okay. And if they do want to be able to figure out how to afford it, they're going to like ask you different ways that they can afford it. Like you're going to be able to tell the difference, but if somebody is using that as an excuse of why they're saying no to you and they're trying to get off the phone with you, that's because they just don't value it enough to want to be able to afford it. Okay. So then if you're believing people when they're saying, I can't afford this and they live in like a million dollar home and you're like, oh shoot, well, people that are millionaires can't even afford this. So I need to sell to multimillionaires. <laughs> How do I know that this is the logic? Because I did it. I see people do it all the time. Like people get really discouraged and want to be able to sell to people who will say, yes, I have the money. I can afford this. And I want to offer that we're not going to think about it that way at all. It's not about like how much money people can make. It's not about what kind of job they have. It's not about what kind of car they drive. None of those things. Because here's the deal. None of those things can tell you how much they want and value what you're offering. None of those things. Okay. And once you take enough people's pictures and you make money from enough people, you will start to realize that the types of people that come to you, you never could have just like put them into one category of, you know, they all shop at Lululemon or (laughs) right. They're different types of people. Some of my clients were extremely wealthy and some of my clients were not like I had all ranges of the spectrum And so I really started to notice, oh my gosh, people are saving up to do this. People are working retail to do this. (laughs) People are going on payment plans to do this. And also that wasn't all of my clients. Some of my clients were immediately able to pay for my highest package, right? Some of my clients were writing a bank check for my highest package. (laughs) So if I would have just limited them by my own brains, like small limitations, then I would have missed out on so many more people who loved what I was doing and really wanted to pay me. So here are some tips for finding out who your ideal clients are. Cause then you might be asking like, well, when all these gurus are saying, you got to figure out who your audience is, you got to figure out who your ideal clients are. How do you do that? And the answer is that you stop thinking so much about like, money and a certain group of people and you get to work selling some photography like if you haven't been shooting for that long and if you haven't had that many clients it's going to be really hard for you to know who your people are because when you're just starting out you're not that certain you're not like really infusing all of yourself into your business. You're probably trying to look like more like other businesses. That's what we all do when we're starting out. So that's not a good time to be figuring out who your person is as much 
as just going out and learning by doing, like going out and doing photo shoots and figuring out what did I love about this person? Or maybe I never want to work with this person again. (laughs) I definitely had like two clients where I was like, I figured out that this isn't right for me. And then kind of just adjusting as you go of like, what are the things that these people have in common? So some of the things that my ideal clients had in common, I'll just give you some of them right now, are things like they all loved dressing up or wanted some form of something glamorous, okay? If they were somebody that just didn't want that, then I feel like they would be paying me way too much money (laughs) for me to just give them like something super boring that I didn't even want to do. My ideal clients all resonated with the type of products that I wanted to offer, So I chose ahead of time, what do I love? I chose products that I could deeply believe in so I could sell them, which I think is a really important thing to notice because a lot of us try to pick products based on what we think the marketplace will buy, and then we don't actually like them that much. So I eventually in my business, I learned like, I'm going to sell things that I love selling, not the thing that I think is going to make me money because it makes somebody else money. I'm going to sell something that I love. So my ideal clients resonated with what I offered. So if they were looking for something that I didn't offer, it's like, you're just not my person. It's okay. It's totally fine. So it's just always keeping an eye out for, you know, who's my match? Who's not my match? And I just was so open to that on my calls by the end of my career that like people were, they just, they felt comfortable because they were like, you know, I didn't, I don't feel attached. I don't feel like I have to buy from her. I feel like I get to make the decision of if I am into what she is offering or not. I've read so many Facebook posts where somebody will, like a photographer will talk to a prospective client and they will tell them all about their prices. You know, they'll do the whole sales process with them And the client will say, listen, we just moved into a 10,000 square foot house. We are really tight right now. You know, we've got, we just bought a new Mercedes, like, and the photographer will get upset. And it comes from that thinking of like, they're rich. So therefore they should pay me. It's more like you forgot about the one major aspect, which is that they also have to want to value the photography. They also have to want to pay for it. And there are going to be plenty of people who value both Mercedes Benzes and photography. And they're going to be plenty of people who only like one or the other. And they're going to be plenty of people who value neither. So don't forget to run your ideal clients against the one major thing, which is, is this something that they want to pay for and put into their budget? I can't tell you how many times I've had to remind my clients to stop blocking blocking money that is like trying to make its way to them by judging or assuming things about somebody before they have specifically like told you that thing. Like assuming that somebody doesn't have the money, assuming that somebody doesn't want to find a solution to pay you the money or you know, not wanting somebody to pay you in payments. That's something that like a lot of us want a pay in full client, but it's like, are you turning away people who could pay you? (laughs) And are you in the place in your business where you are willing to turn away happy paying clients for that? And when you're open to that, 
you will just have so many more people because you'll stop be, you'll stop like blocking people away and kind of energetically being like judgmental and people can feel that, right? That you'll stop kind of sending them away before they have the chance to get to you. And you'll start just being open to like all these different people who, you know, anybody that just loves what you do, resonates with what you do. And I really saw that happen to me. I saw it just come from so many different directions and it just felt so good because like I didn't have to work as hard. (laughs) I didn't have to you know, convince people that I was the right fit for them because I thought they were the right fit for me. It was more like my ideal client is the person that wants to pay me, is the person that does think it's a good fit, is the person that, you know, not that they never have objections, but the person that like wants to get through the objections, or maybe they just like have some fears, but they really want to say yes. Those are your ideal people. It's people that are happy to pay you, are happy to experience what you offer. If you practice just shooting enough, working with enough people, and then always adjusting your messaging to just be talking to your very best people, your very favorite clients, once you've had enough of them, you will have the most magnetic messaging and you will have a really good idea for your ideal client is. And it will just be somebody that you absolutely love and adore working with and that loves you back. (laughs) It's perfect, right? And it's so much easier than trying to go through like the Facebook ad sequence of, you know, what mall do they go to? (laughs) I remember trying to do ads and like do all those things. And it was just so difficult because if I were to go back now and filter all the clients that I've had through that, they were just, they didn't have those kinds of things in common. But the one thing that they had in common is that they all just like really wanted this for themselves. They all really, really loved the work that I was putting out. And you know, that's enough for me. (laughs) That's enough of an ideal client for me. I don't need them to be any special person to work with me. Like they're all just my dream people. So I hope that that's helpful for you. I hope that you remember that if you don't have an idea of what it is, don't let yourself freak out. It means you just need to go and work with more people. There's some of these things we try to like sit down and write it down on a piece of paper when we could be going out and just learning through the experience of doing it. So you will find your people, you will find what really, really resonates and works for you and just keep following those things that you love and those people that you love and you can't go wrong. All right. That's all I have for you. I'll talk to you next week.